On today's episode of Talking Yanks Player Profile and Projections, we are talking about Thomas Robert Canely, a.k.a. the man who shakes, a.k.a. Tommy Tight Pants, a.k.a. Tommy Thunder Thighs, a.k.a. Tommy Canely. Let's... No, I don't say that. Ooh, that was close. I was, was close. I caught myself. I caught myself. Let's talk about dugout mugs first for a quick minute. Jimmy. There would. Yeah. Have you ever drank wine? I have. Does dugout mug have a baseball wine glass? They sure do. Every team. Okay. Do they make just a general mug that you could drink beer? Yep. Oh, yeah. I got one in my hands right now. What's it look like? It's wood. Nice, nice piece of smooth light wood birch wood i believe mm. yeah it's, uh, yeah we uh when we saw when we saw the owners of dugout mugs we said hey guys we've got a million dollar idea idea for you enjoy the free money take real bats from the players like mariano rivera breaks chipper jones's bat you get the broken bat you hollow that out you have chipper and mariano sign it and you guys are billionaires. Just give us our 2% cut. And they said, yeah, we thought of that like day one. And it's such a risk for like splinters. And the wood isn't treated that way. Like we can't do that at all. And we said, all right, well, just give us the money anyways. But um, dugout mugs, their they're man cave crack. Um, a bunch of you guys have been buying them and sending us the pictures. That's awesome. Keep doing that. Um it makes us happy. It makes dugout mugs happy. And hopefully, it makes you happy. Dugoutmugs.online slash talking yanks. All right, let's talk about Tommy Canely because it's uh, bizarre what happened to him last season. Very confusing. He, uh, after being a vital, after being traded for in 2017 and being a vital part of the playoff run and looking awesome in the playoffs. He makes six appearances out of the bullpen in 2018, then gets sent down to the minors at the shock and awe of everyone. But we thought they were just playing service time games. Maybe they were. Maybe they weren't. He comes back up in May, and we're like, okay, Tommy's back. Has two appearances, and then he's sent back down, and we don't see him again until August. Very odd. Then he came up. And he was on the team August through September, through the end of the year, and didn't like look that great. He had 16 outings. He gave up a run in seven of them. That's almost half. That's not good. He had like a six ERA if you're into that. Uh, did he make the playoff roster? No, right? No. No. So, I mean, this dude went from being a mainstay in the bullpen to getting sent down. I mean, real weird Real weird slap in the face. He pitched 20, he p- played in 25 games in AAA last year and had a uh, four ERA, like even in AAA. He didn't really do that good. His velocity was down, which is crazy. His fastball was the same speed as what his changeup was in 2017, like low 90s. In 2017, he was hitting 98 with like a 91 changeup, right? Yeah. In 2017, 18 his fastball was like 93 90 whatever so very interesting case jake yeah and it's um i mean jim just to magnify the importance as his team i i said i said the end line of my upcoming statement so many times last year but 
Jimmy, this is the 2017. So, A, 2017 as a total season, I mean, Tommy Canely was one of the best relievers in the game. 62 innings pitched, 259 ERA. He struck out 96 batters in 62.2 innings. Uh, that was with the Yankees and the White Sox. He was the biggest piece um, in the Todd Frazier trade and David Robertson. A lot, we, we talked about that ad nauseum a little bit. Jimmy, in the 2017 postseason, we played the wild card game against the Twins. He pitched 2.1 innings in that game, arguably the most important game of the season. Yeah. He, pitch, he pitched more than two innings. The ALDS against Cleveland, he had two appearances one of them he got the save in, 2.2 innings, no earned runs. And then in the NL, or the ALCS against Houston, he had four games, um, 6.1 innings pitched. And Jimmy, he pitched in game seven of the ALCS, like the most important game of the season. He ended up, <laughs> he ended up getting knocked around a little bit, but that's besides the point. Like this guy was... He was the first guy out of the pin in the ALCS, Game 7. So that's how big of a part of the 2017 team he was. And then to come into 2018 and be a missing person, essentially, it was bizarre. And, I mean, it's it would have been more bizarre if he was still throwing gas, but he clearly, his velocity was down. Something was up, whether it's just natural fatigue, whether it was losing his motion a little bit, whether it's a combination of a few things. But yeah, I and now I'll throw myself under the bus a little bit. Coming into last season, I said he was essentially the safest bet we had in the bullpen because he wasn't going to be throwing the most important innings. He The past two years, he had a 2-6, a 2-5-9 ERA. He clearly had taken a jump with his talent level um, to harnessing that talent. And then last year, the velo was gone, and so was he. Yeah. Does he have options Right now, like, can he be sent down, or is he out of options? Um, I believe he still has options. I'd, I'd assume he has one more year of options. That's interesting. He is my case for, like, like him, him to get played with the way he did. No, he's out of options. Last year, he had one remaining option. That was it? Um, yeah, I think so. This is an article from 2018. And it says Tommy Canely has one option, and they clearly used it last year because he was up and down. And it says Jason Shreve out of options, Domingo Herman, Greg Burt. Yeah, Chad Green's out of options too then. No, they didn't use an option on him last no. year. No. So, so Tommy Canely, I think, may be out of options. Yeah, I think so. Makes sense. That's what I believe to be true anyway. But anyway, okay. Tommy, Tommy Canely was drafted by the Yankees, came up as a Yankee. His walk ratio was terrible. So so they got picked up in the Rule 5 draft by the Rockies. He stayed on their team, the Rule 5 draft. If a team picks you up, you have to stay on their roster the whole year. He stayed on their roster the whole year, pitched for the Rockies, pitched 54 games for the Rockies in 2014, pitched 36 games for the Rockies in 2015. And there's a point to what I'm getting at. In 2016... He gets traded to the White Sox, and he pitches for 29 games. So that's three years now in the majors, right? Right. 2017, White Sox then traded to the Yankees. That's four years now on MLB clubs as a bullpen pitcher. 2018, he can get sent down just to fuck with his service time after spending four years in the MLB. 
That's fucked. They need to change those rules so bad. There you go. I understand delay. Like, delaying Glaber wasn't as fucked as this was to me. Let's, okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's bring it back to what we expect from Tommy in 2019 on the field. Well, if he had an option left, I was going to say I expect it to be used, but I, I don't think he does. So, I, so it's either, either he performs or he's traded. How much do you think Tommy Canely weighs? 220. I feel like everyone's just listed at 220. So we heard coming into camp he lost weight. He said at the end of last season he was 254. He was big. I mean, he was he was thick, but like athletic thick. 254 is not where Tommy Canley needs to be. So then he, he did the lost 25 pounds. The velocity's been solid. I feel like it hasn't been as impressive as it was when we originally found him. Hopefully it's spring training and he's just gearing up. I mean, I feel like we saw Tommy Canely hit 100 on the gun in 2017. And in 20, 2018, he was struggling to hit 95. So in camp, we've seen him around 95, 96. If we could get that to 90, 97, 98, I'd have so much more confidence in Tommy Canely, which is pretty wild and almost unfair. But, I mean, it kind of is what it is with the power relief pitching arm. Yeah. Yeah, in his first outing or second outing, he sat at 96 and hit 97 once or twice, which is a good sign for his first outing in spring. So if the velocity's back up, he also stopped drinking buckets of caffeine every day. And what it's like, it? again, it's one of those things in sports that it, you hear it and you're like, why, why am I surprised at all? Tommy Canely, this just over-the-top, like, he's like a, a, I don't want to say an evil Nick Swisher, but like, uh, I, I don't know, like a less jovial Nick Swisher. Like, he's kind of intense, he's in the action, he's a little crazy, and yeah, it turns out he was, how much caffeine was he having? It was like... It was like, let me, let me Google it real quick, it was like six Red Bulls a day? Yeah. It was, and like he was having coffee too. Tommy Canely kicked his Red Bull habit. He says he was drinking up to five Red Bulls a day for the last five or six years, plus two coffees. That's so much money on Red Bull. <laughs> Can we, yeah, you throw that in the, the pro athlete fund. Can we have like doctors look at his heart? <laughs> going to have a Johnny Gomes situation. Johnny Gomes had a heart attack at like 25 or something. Let's f let's find a let's get some case studies done on Canley. Um yeah, and he had the shaky glove on the mound and in spring training this year, we saw him not shaking maybe cuz he doesn't have enough caffeine in him to kill a large <laughs> large to very large animal. So I don't know. It's um again, this it you go and all of these end up glass half full, glass half empty. If you think he lost velocity, he gained weight, the caffeine was a problem, um, I'm not sure what else you could point at and say, okay, well, he lost the weight, he stopped doing the caffeine, and the velocity's back, seems like an easy win that Tommy Canley should be back. Or, I mean, it's kind of this different boat where relievers come and go a little bit in this league, and, you know, Tommy Canley not on the career trajectory he was at the end of last season. It's so interesting. Let's go to our final lines. Let's go to what I'm about to say is a final line statement. Let's go to our final lines brought to you by Diamond Baseball Tours. I told you all about it last episode. You, you want to plan a trip, but you're too dumb to do it. 
you want to organize something, but you have no organizational skills. You're like, mom, plan a trip for me. Wife, plan a trip for me. They're like, fuck that. I hate baseball. Shit. Diamond baseball tours will do it for you. They yeah, find Jim, the stadiums. You- they find the best routes. Get the bus tickets, plane tickets, game tickets. They take you there. You just literally, you start the trip. You say hello, and then you enjoy baseball for five days. Yeah, they check for your name to make sure you're on the list, and then if you're on, yeah, it's just a baseball extravaganza. Uh, some of you listening, you probably, you either, maybe it was a New Year's goal or you just started writing goals down at some point, but you're like, I want to see all 30 MLB stadiums. This knocks one, two, three, four, five out of the way. This tour itself, the Hall of Fame tour, ends up in Cooperstown. You'll get to see Mariano Rivera be inducted and then tell your grandkids about it and they'll be like who he only threw one pitch how could he have been good and you're like you don't get it you don't get it so that's a little fight with your family but before you can fight with your family you have to go on the diamond baseball tour check them out www.diamondbaseballtours.com the guys the guys a really cool guy he played college baseball he like inherited the business from his college coach it's kind of a cool story it's going to be filled with baseball tours it's something you'll remember forever go check them out final line on Tommy Canely I would not be shocked if he's not on the Yankees come playoffs ooh hot it take just, it, it just it just our bullpen stacked right and he's not part of the stackedness right now he could, could be. be he could be but right now he's not and if he is out of options, he's got to be really good to, to hang around. Cole wrote, actually, Cole, Cole would be a good example. He wrote out the whole season. So right. I don't know how he did it. Jason Shreve was worth something, so he got traded for. I think Canely would be worth something, so he might get traded for if he's out of options and, and just get rid of him anyway. I don't know his contract. and is, is That's interesting. What's his contract? He's getting he, 1.3 1. this year. And he's, is he with the Yankees next year, or is he a free agent? Uh, earliest free agent, 2022. Oh, never mind then. He'll be with the Yankees. Well, if he's out of options, that's very interesting. He's got to perform. Tommy's pitching for his Yankee career this season. Early on, too. That's the best way to say it. Yeah, it's the best. He's pitching for his Yankee career because if he shows something, of course he's going to stick around. But if he's mediocre or, like, you know, not even doing good as a mop-up guy... There's not enough room to keep him around, especially with, you know, the young guys and the bullpen and the guys that will deserve chances soon. And Loisaga, Herman, Ben Heller, Tarpley, if those guys are doing well in AAA and Tommy's struggling. So I'd love to be optimistic, but on this one, it's a coin flip for real. Uh, so I have no idea what his final line is going to be. Like, do you have numbers in mind, Jake? What? How are you approaching this final line statement? Um, I, it's, it's bizarre. I guess you're right. You kind of have to start with the mentality of it all. And it's, um, like I, uh, I mentioned this in Seve's PPP, you know, ba- baseball, baseball is a game that keeps you in check. This guy, this guy was probably, if you did a best relievers in the league, 27 and under, he would have been on that list, like pretty high up. And then he comes back his age 28 season and he throws up a stinkier ERA. His his velocity's gone. There's some weird factors. Jim, I, I'm going to lean towards, because injuries are going to happen. If Tommy Canely came out and had a good first two weeks and maybe Adovino hasn't settled in yet and the Yankees haven't 
maybe an injury in the bullpen. Like, Tommy Canely could be back throwing, like, the seventh inning for us, which I don't think that's bizarre. Like, an injury and a couple good performances by Canely? Mm, I'd be kind of shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I think we'd be a little surprised. Like, you'd be like, wow, this is a pretty good comeback. There's six guys ahead of him currently, so for him to get the seventh inning. Yeah, I mean, I think he could jump Holder easily. His stuff is better than Holder than he's right. Adovino, how has he settled in in his first few games in the Bronx? And then if you factor in one injury, and with the with the way guys get used, you could see Tommy Canley in a seventh inning in, in a game the Yankees have a couple run lead. Um, I don't oh, know. It, yeah, yeah, a big this, lead. I, no, a couple run lead. Um, I, I think we're going to find out quick if Tommy Canley is going to be a big part of this season or not. Um, if he's hitting 97, 98 on the gun, he, I think he's going to be around. This Yankees team values bullpen. And the fact that him and Jonathan Holder could be six, seven options for us out of the bullpen is insanity. And I think that's what Brian Cashman and these analytics guys want, end of the day. Um, so I, from what we've seen, you could check it up. He got healthy. He's off the caffeine. Um, his velocity looks like it's on the way back. I think you pencil this guy that at different points of the season, um, he's going to be a factor for us coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. If I think it would be hard for him to see a game when the team has a lead. Early, but I mean, man, just think about how quickly baseball moves. If we, in the first two weeks, if we see Tommy Canley four times and his fastball and changeup are there, like, you you start telling yourself, like, wow, 2017 Canely is back. The guy that we pitched four times in the ALCS and in Game 7 of the ALCS. So I think, I mean, he can, he can turn the meter that quickly. At the same time, he could be off the team, DFA'd, looking to trade him in two weeks if his stuff isn't there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how many times do you th- would you say he came in when the team was winning last year? Last year? Yeah. Last year's a lost season for him. He was a mess. All right, let's compare it to Holder's last year. Last year, how many times do you think Holder came into a Yankee game when the team was winning? Um, In what? He had, what, 60 appearances? Yeah. Um, How about half of them? I'd say that's probably about right. Uh, Less than half. I just, I don't think Tommy... If Tommy cracks games where he's coming in when we're winning uh, by and it's only like less than five runs, that means there's some shit going on in the back end of the bullpen that I don't like. I don't know, man. I, I just think if Tommy Canely is right, think about where he was in 2017. Yeah, we still got so many guys, though. Right. But he would be one of them. Like in 2017, if you asked around the league, Tommy Canely was better than Adam Ottavino. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's true. Ottavino and I mean, who knows either. what what version of Zach Britton are we getting? You know, a, there's there's a lot of factors. I'm I'm laying out a lot of the positive ones while also saying at the end of every sentence, you know, if he's throwing 95 on the gun, I think he's he doesn't make it through the team in April. He might have the widest range. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't think his gone, range gone in two weeks or huge factor out of the, on the bullpen. 
I think it's more likely that he's a non-factor slash maybe gone than a huge factor. But, you know, I, I, I guess I see what you're saying, but in my head, it's hard for me to picture, because you're essentially saying Tommy Canely now falls into, like, a middle area. Like, okay, Tommy, like 2017 Tommy was a little too high. We don't expect him to be back there. We don't expect him to be 2018 Tommy. That's down there. But, like, picturing him just being, like, a 4-1 ERA kind of not as special as he used to be, it's hard for me to picture that in his head. It's like he's either got it or he don't, and we'll find out soon. Yeah. I mean, he's had two years of good when he was with Colorado for both those years. He he was that middler four-ERA guy. I mean, right, but he was he was a Rule 5 draft pick in Colorado. Like, that was his first time seeing big league action. Um, you know, we'll the first, first two seasons in the big as a rule five pick in Coors Field. I mean, that's, that's a tall task for anyone. And then he came <laughs> his last two seasons with the White Sox and Yankees. I mean, he was d- dominant two six yeah. ERA. I'll say, I'll, I'll wrap it up like this. I like Tommy. He's a fun guy to root for. He's not needed for this team. So I don't expect much but I'll gladly have him pitch well and keep him around. But I don't think he's, if everything goes right, he's not needed, really. But it could be nice. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see you guys tomorrow with another episode. Thanks for listening.